time for Nicole Sandler's What's News from NicoleSandler.com and the Progressive Voices Network. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo welcomed Kim Jong-choi, the right-hand man to North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, to New York Wednesday night, where they had dinner and tried to reach a broad agreement on what a successful summit between Trump and Kim might look like. The Secretary of State Mike Pompeo had dinner in the city this evening with the right-hand man to North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un. There was no press present. I've been asked to tell you and stress this. These pictures were from the U.S. State Department. We were not allowed in to record the moment. The North Korean official is here representing the government. His name is Jim Young Chol, making a very rare visit to New York City. Imagine just culturally what that is like. Um, to note, um, uh, we are told the two men dined for over an hour with interpreters, aides, and a ton of security present, and they will meet again tomorrow. As NBC News tells it tonight, U.S. officials and outside experts see these talks as a critical step in determining whether to proceed with a summit on June 12th. There are a ton of hurdles, including security, logistics, and, of course, the big one, North Korea's nuclear weapons program. Now, the Secretary of State wrote on Twitter today that he was looking forward to negotiations and that the U.S. is, quote, committed to the complete, verifiable and irreversible denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. That, of course, bumps up against the intelligence assessment that NBC News is exclusively reporting, saying that it has, quote, concluded that North Korea does not intend to give up its nuclear weapons anytime soon. Trump took to Twitter early Thursday to announce that he'd be pardoning right-wing author Dinesh D'Souza later in the afternoon. Quote, we'll be giving a full pardon capitalized, to Dinesh D'Souza today. He was treated very unfairly by our government. D'Souza pleaded guilty to violating federal campaign laws in 2014 and was convicted of a felony. He was charged with illegally organizing $10,000 campaign donations from two people for Wendy Long's 2012 Senate bid, which she lost. Trump's decision to pardon D'Souza comes one day after he met with reality TV star Kim Kardashian about prison reform. Kardashian had been advocating for a pardon for Alice Marie Johnson, a 65-year-old woman who is serving a life sentence in prison for a nonviolent drug offense. So far, Johnson has spent more than 20 years in federal prison. The fallout continues over Roseanne Barr's racist tweet that prompted the cancellation of her TV show by ABC. Rather than commenting on Barr's statement, Trump, as usual, made it all about himself, tweeting, Bob Iger of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that ABC does not tolerate comments like those made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, he never called President Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Maybe I just didn't get the call. Trump still has not specified what horrible statements were made on ABC about him, although there are no known instances of the president being called a racial slur on any ABC news programs. However, 
Sarah Sanders was asked about it during Wednesday's White House press briefing, and she came armed with some alleged examples. The president's pointing to the hypocrisy in the media, saying that the most horrible things about this president, uh, and nobody addresses it. Where was Bob Iger's apology to the White House staff for Jamel Hill calling the president and anyone associated with him a white supremacist? To Christians around the world for Joy Bear calling Christianity a mental illness? Where was the apology for Kathy Griffin going on a profane rant against the president on The View after a photo showed her holding President Trump's decapitated head. And where was the apology from Bob Iger for ESPN hiring Keith Olbermann after his numerous expletive-laced tweets attacking the president as a Nazi and even expanding Olbermann's role after that attack against the president's family? This is a double standard that the president is speaking about. No one is defending her comments. They're inappropriate, but that's what the point that he was making. The New York Times is reporting that former Former acting FBI Director Andrew McCabe wrote a confidential memo last spring recounting a conversation that offered significant behind-the-scenes details on the firing of James Comey. Michael Schmidt is one of the reporters who broke the story. In the days after Comey's fire, there are these discussions between Rod Rosenstein and Andrew McCabe, who's running the FBI at the time. And Rosenstein says that Trump wanted him to include Russia in the letter. McCabe, obviously unnerved by this, following Comey's, you know, what he had done, writes a memo about this, gives it to Mueller. The question is, was Rosenstein saying Trump said, don't put, say, say, I'm firing you because of the Russia investigation, because you're looking at my campaign? Or was he saying, put in the letter that I was not under investigation in the Russia investigation? And that's a bit of what's news for now. I'm Nicole Sandler. If you appreciate these reports and the Nicole Sandler Show, I hope you'll consider making a contribution. My work is 100% listener-supported, and I can't do it without your help. Find out more at NicoleSandler.com slash donate.